then when we asked, well, do you think you'd be of your current employer? Almost half didn't think they'd be with their current employer in 12 months time. And that really surprised me. When you think about the investment into an SDR, how long they're typically in the role, how long it typically takes to ramp them, and almost half are saying they don't believe they'll be with their current employer in 12 months' time. It was kind of like, wow. Like, if you're listening to it, if you had a team of 10, five are gone in 12 months' time, at least. And I, I think that was quite a staggering statistic. Yeah. Um, I think the other thing, when I when we, we asked them, what are their biggest challenges? So we asked them, like, what are their biggest challenges? And, and we ranked them in terms of their top three biggest challenges. 40% said lack of coaching was in their top three biggest challenges in the role. And I just felt like that was so high. Like yeah. SDRs are typically new to this world. They're junior. They've got people that are typically have been successful in that role. It's their job to help them get better. And they're saying lack of coaching is in my top. It's, well, it was 40% put it as number two in their top three biggest challenges. I just think, what's going on there? Like, it's our job. This is, this is the future of the sales profession. It's our job to help make them successful. And 40% are saying it's their second biggest challenge in the role. That really stood out to me. Um, and then we started to look at, well, what about those that do get coaching? Um, 50%, we asked them, right, those that do get coaching, how do you score the coaching that you currently receive? 50% of the SDRs, so out of, out of 1,069, 50% rated the coaching they currently get on a scale of 1 to 10 between, uh, well, actually 0, 0 to 6. 50% essentially saying the coaching they get is no good. And you just think, like, again, what what is going on here? How can we help them? And then we started to look at, well, how does this all link to fulfillment and targets and what we found is that where as I say um we'll talk about how many people think they'll be with their current employer we noticed that if people got no to little coaching it dropped to 29 percent so if they got no to little coaching only 29 percent believe they'll be with their employer in 12 months time Whereas, and we've got different benchmarks in the report, but if you got frequent and high quality coaching, it was 74% believe they'd be with their current employer in 12 months time. Like a huge swing showing yeah. the, the impact. 29% think they're going to be with their employer if they got little to no coaching. 74% believe they would if they got frequent high quality coaching. So it just showed a direct link there between actually investing and developing your SDR team the return on them staying in the role was was huge. And then, of course, it was like, well, how does that link to um, being on target? And again, 53% said they were um, on target if they got no to little coaching. So no to little coaching, only 53% were on target. Whereas if they got frequent and high quality coaching, that number increased to 70%. So again, just a huge swing to people being on target linked back to how much coaching they got. And again, I think what more do organizations and sales leaders need to see yeah. to understand that 
that's what they need to be doing. If they want to retain their staff, they want to grow their staff, they want their staff to hit the goals they've set of them, by the way, because if they don't hit their goals, what happens to that SDR? Gone, mm. right? Like, shameful. If you're not going to give them what they need to be successful and hold them accountable to targets that you've created, shameful. So again, if we're not going to help them hit those targets that we've set of them, we're not going to help them fulfill their potential. Quite frankly, you don't deserve to keep them. Yeah. But all the links and all the signs are there to show the impact of coaching and that it's the number one thing a manager can do. And that's where it comes back down to, well, if they've got a lack of time, they need to change something. If they've got a lack of skill, the organization needs to change something. If they've got a lack of will, they probably shouldn't be in that role in the first place. Yeah. I mean, the data, it's, it's sad to say that, I mean, it's unsurprising correlation between those data points. But I think when you see it backed up by data, you, like you say, what else, What more do managers need to see? Um, and, I, and I think the bits that I found quite disappointing in the report was when we looked at, when you guys looked at fulfillment, role fulfillment, and uncertainty about their employer. Um, so I think it was 56% of SDRs are unfulfilled. And I think it was something like 48% of reps weren't sure about their employer. What do you think is the difference between the reps that that are fulfilled in their role and like their company and the ones that don't? What what would some of those factors potentially be in your opinion? So I think this comes down to if you look at the SDR role in general, right? And as I said, I've done that role for a for a number of years. I loved being in that role. Instant gratification. It felt yeah. like it felt like a skill that that, that I had that linked itself quite nicely. But I think if you look at the role in its bare bones, rightly or wrongly, lots of people see that as a starting spot. You've got to do your time as an SDR and then you get promoted. And in our survey, we, we asked people like what they want to do next. And in fact, let me get the exact number, right? So I'm not misquoting. Um, only 2.4% wanted to stay as an SDR, right? Out of all... Like, so like, it just shows you everyone wants to progress, right? 54.5% want to be promoted to, to an AE, which is obviously a natural step. 18% want to be a manager. Um, and I think, therefore, most people see it as a stepping zone. They know they've got to do that role and be successful in it to get promoted. And I think fulfillment comes where you can see the next step. You can see that, first of all, you're getting better every day. Secondly, you're earning the money that you want to earn. And thirdly, what you're doing is going to take you somewhere. Right. Like to your earlier point about people saying cold coins dead and all that stuff, right? Look, the reality is people who say cold coins dead are the same people that just aren't very good at it. But <laughs> the reality, no one wants to cold call, right? No, even people that say they love cold calling are, are, are lying. No one enjoys yeah. that, right? It goes against everything in our human brain is to wake up and call strangers. But if you're good at it, we all know that the trajectory that takes you in terms of being successful and booking meetings, et cetera. And you can learn that skill. But people in that role want to see progression. They want to feel like they're growing. They want to feel like they're developing. They want to feel like they're playing a part in the company's growth, right? Like their meetings convert into deals, et cetera. They want to feel like they've got opportunities. I think on the flip, those that aren't fulfilled probably don't have that. They don't feel like they're learning. They don't feel like they're developing. They feel like that they, they, they are just coming in and it's all activities, it's all metrics, it's all when I need to do more. Sorry, when I need better results, it's do more. It's not how do you get better, 
right? Yeah. So they're very much metric heavy. And that'd be what lots of their one-to-ones are. This is how many dials you've made. This is how many emails you sent. These are how many people you've added to the CRM. I've had those one-to-ones in that role and it's just so boring. Do you know what I mean? Like just being told activity levels. Um, So they probably don't see that development. They don't see that growth. They're just sort of ticking along. And I think what they're struggling with is, how am I going to do the next role? If I'm not learning and developing, how am I going to do the next role? Is that next role even possible for me here? And it's kind of like a means to an end for, as I say, lots of people, but they probably feel like that that isn't happening. So I think when it looks at fulfillment, it comes down to everything that the company is doing to help that person hit the goals they've set of them and fulfill their potential and get to where they want to be. 